Hey everyone, I'm John Furda. And I'm Kayla Wallace. And this is Sage Sage After After Listening. Welcome back everybody to another episode of Sage After Listening. Episode 5, we're on one hand now. Yep, we're getting, uh, we're moving along. Yeah, I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us as well. We're doing well. So, today's episode is based on a true story. Um, It is all documented. It is all uh, viewable. Yeah. You know, to the average person. It is. It's it's there. Mm -hmm. It is based on the exorcism of Emily Rose. Well, that's, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Like, it's, that's the movie. The movie, yeah. The movie is based on this this story. Yes. It's a good movie. If you've never seen it, I suggest that you watch it. I haven't, but I'll get to it. It's good. So who is, um, who's the woman? What's the case? Well, let me start with my sources. I just want to throw this out there just in case her family hears this and gets upset. Um, I got all of my information on Wikipedia, historydefined.net, and skepticalinquirer.org. All reputable sources. So, (laughs) yes, very much. Um, So her name is Annalise Michael. Annalise Michael. Is it Mitchell or Michelle? I thought Michelle, it was Michelle because she's German. No, uh, I'm not German. Are you? Uh, yes. Okay. Is it Michelle? Slightly. I think it's Michelle. Michelle? Annalise Michelle. Okay. Well, I'm just going to call her Annalise anyway. All right. Yeah. Maybe I, it could be completely different um, in all fairness. That's fine. Well, but okay. Annalise. Annalise. Born in 1952 in Liebling, Bavaria, Germany. Which is relatively recent. Yeah, that's not... It's it's, it's a modern day case. This isn't an old... This isn't like an old case. I mean, it's old, but it's not old, old. No, I mean, um, this is after World War II. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Wow. So there are people who are alive today Oh, who, you know what? I did think of that, but did, that's did because of something else later on that you know about. Okay, fair um, enough. Okay, so they were devout Catholics. Mm-hmm. Uh, her father was trying to become a priest, which... You know more about religion than me. Um, can you can you do that? Can you be married and be a priest? And you cannot. Okay. Now, um, it is possible if they are Orthodox Christians, Orthodox Catholics, that it might be different rules than Roman Catholics. Okay. But was her father trying to become a priest before he was married yeah. or no, no, no. Well, while he was married, while he was married. So they may have different rules okay. as Orthodox Catholics. Um, I know Orthodox Catholics, uh, do follow slightly different doctrine. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I saw that. I'm like, Hmm. Um, so her mother believed that there was already shame on the family name because she had her out of wedlock Oh, heavens. and her family made her wear black. At the wedding, which sounds like a dream come true. A dream. That's um, that's a big deal back in those days. I, Your family making you wear black at a wedding. Like, who's gonna make like, me do anything? Like, first he, of all? well, here's the thing. A color is one thing. Black at a wedding. That sounds like I almost ominous. had. A, I almost had a black wedding dress. I know. I'm just saying. Like, but you're back different. Then. You're different. Back then, that's different. <laughs> I'm different. I'm different. <laughs> different. <laughs> Yeah, like back then, that's a thing. That's like, you wear black at funerals. I know. Yeah, so her mom believed that there was shame on the family name. For shame. So, 
Um, Annalise was withdrawn and sickly as a child. She had she had it all, you know, the measles, the mumps, like. But again, 1952. So to me, that didn't really stick out because I felt like everybody got the measles back then. Yeah, that was a, that was a like you know chicken pox. Yeah, exactly. Um, so when she was 16, she was diagnosed with consumption. Do you know what consumption is? Yeah, I do. I was about to ask you the same oh, what is thing. It? It's tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. Yeah. Taken by the consumption. Yeah. So she had TB. She had TB. Um, but then she started showing symptoms of being in like a trans-like state. Um, she felt like something was pressing down on her at night, mm. which is a symptom of sleep paralysis. Yeah. Have you ever had sleep paralysis? No, thank God. That's terrifying, right? Have you had it? No. Oh, no. It, thank God. Thinking about it is so scary right i i'm so thankful that i've never had like any any experience with that at all because do you think you'd have a demon at the foot of your bed maybe i feel like i I would have a republican (laughs) i was thinking maybe like mine would be just ron DeSantis standing at the foot of my bed oh my god (laughs) he's like one of the scariest ones i uh mine would be like my ex-boyfriend or something (laughs) 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 fucking terrible that could happen though yeah, you know what? It really I could. I can see that happening. You just I wake could. up and, you know. I have a f- I have a few exes, but there's one, and I won't say names, but there I know is, who it is. There is one who if I were to ever be kidnapped, I would want everyone to look into him first. Yeah, I know who it is. Yeah. I know. So, just from no, just hey guy, I know it's you. I don't think he he probably doesn't listen. Probably not. Um, he's not but on But if you do. He's not on the social media. You know I know who you are. <laughs> I know who you are. <laughs> you don't know me. Okay. I have a very select set of skills that makes me a nightmare for people like you. I can Google. <laughs> anyway, off topic. So she was diagnosed with epilepsy um, after her consumption diagnosis. Mm. She's got all kinds of things. Measles, mumps. I know. Well, like I said, TV, I feel, I feel like, well, all that was pretty normal back then. All of it? I mean, maybe one of those Measles, things. mumps, like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't, so I didn't know nothing about vaccines, um, other than I think you should get them. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, like, when were they, like, were the vaccines there? Like, I don't know, the 50s and 60s seem like kind of, like, maybe they were, there weren't vaccines yet. They were being rolled out. Okay. So I don't think it's that crazy to think that she had like all those when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so on August 24th, 1969, Annalise suffered another seizure and she was examined by a neurologist, Dr. What? Do you know what else we did in 1969? Landed on the moon. We did. We went to the moon. I was thinking of the in exact same. Re- the only reason I know that is because of the Even Stevens. <laughs> oh my God. That's such a bomb episode. She does a podcast. Maybe we'll be on her Christy podcast Christy Carlson someday. Romano? Ugh. Celebrity crush. Kim Possible. Anyway, Dr. Siegfried Luthi, um, he said her EEG showed a normal physiological alpha-type brain activity. Okay. Um, he later explained from the description that was given, um, it was probably a case of cerebral seizures of the nocturnal type. Okay. So I guess like a lot of her shit happened at nighttime. Cerebral. So what? Is, is it cerebral? S e b r i l e. Cerebral. 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 Yeah, I can okay. talk. 
Um, Words fun. So she had, there are a lot of different types of seizures. There are. There are, yeah. So there are focal and generalized. Um, Focal, there's only two types. Generalized, there are six types. Um, She has generalized, and Mm -hmm. hers is called tonic-clonic. Yes, tonic-clonic seizures. Loss of consciousness, stiff body, losing control of her bladder, biting her tongue. So, like, that's, like, the whole... I feel like we were all taught, like, when someone has a seizure, like, don't surround them and, like, try to put them on their side and do all that. I feel like biting their tongue, like, shouldn't... I feel like I've heard that before. Like, that's, like, a big thing. they could bite their tongue, yes, but don't stick anything in their mouth. No. No. So, I have never been around Particularly a finger. A lot of people will try to do that, try to stick a finger in their mouth to kind of like... Who would do that? Well, if you see a loved one go down and you know that they're having a seizure and they start choking on something, it's not out of the realm of possibility that you try to open their mouth and don't do that. I'm selfish, so I don't think I would do that, but okay. Um, So... She had, they considered frontal lobe epilepsy. Mm-hmm. And a symptom of this is hyper-religiosity. Is that how you say that? I assume. Okay. Um, which is basically like you're converting, you com- you convert to like a different religion. Like you were raised this and then like. It's like being a recovering addict. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Um, but there is, so according to the. One source, the skepticalinquirer.org, um, there is not a lot um, of evidence supporting that that is an actual symptom of frontal lobe epilepsy because it's so generalized and people convert their religions all the time. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know. So. so there is a distinct um, personality trait okay. that certain people have where believing in God and um, feeling religious is something they are more inclined to do. There's a personality trait. There is. It's a something. It's it's a chemical. Gullible. Um, well, it's a, it's a <laughs> chemical that your brain produces. Um, so it's it's called the God chemical. And are you making this up? No, I'm not making this Interesting. up. Interesting. Okay. Um, so it's it's something that your body produces that gives you the feeling i've read an article on it i can't remember any sort of where it was at or or whatnot but i read an article that there is a chemical that your brain produces at specific times that you helps to um give you that sense of a higher being watching you or the feeling of god being present and some people um this is just an observation i'm making this is not like a fact some people do seem very predisposed to that feeling. Um, I know people who are incredibly religious and they will swear up and down. They know, they know. And I imagine that people who have that feeling, people who are predisposed to that, tend to believe more in supernatural things. Interesting because your girl don't. That's I know you don't. But what do you believe in? witchcraft Mm -hmm. and astrology Mm -hmm. but hear me out i'm gonna go on a little tangent the moon yes the moon um you guys have seen it right controls the tides the ocean's tides yes correct yes this has been proven yes okay okay 
So why... Why does it control the tides? Oh, that's a very, very sciencey question. I don't know why it controls the tides. Let's, let's go with the most basic answer you can think of. The gravi- gravity. Gravity. Gravitational exactly. force. Gravitational force that it exerts upon the earth. Okay. Okay. That's why. That's the generalized so, reason it can. Humans. Okay. Are made up of ninety something percent water. Let's say seventy. Are you sure? Seventy to eighty. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Regard. That's a lot. It is a that's lot. That's more than half. It is a lot. Why couldn't the moon affect human beings if we're made of mostly water? They can affect the whole ocean. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't the moon affect us? Sure. That's a valid question about well, you know why. Now, what do you think it would do? I think it could make our moods like weird. Like I think... Do you think gravity... So essentially you're saying gravity would play a role I'm in sure, your mood. So it would... I'm sure it gets our blood doing like going in weird ways or but if anything that happens in our body can affect our emotions and can affect our hormones like sure you know what i mean there's so sure. much there's so much going on in there sure so yeah so the moon is doing something to like a full moon a full moon is, and they even say people get weird around the full moon sure everyone says that with that is superstition now the reason the moon affects the ocean on such a large scale is because the ocean is so large now take the scale Okay. Right? It affects the tides. How far in and out do tides generally move? That is a good question. I don't know. So just just from your perception, tides move in and out maybe at most 100, 200 feet. Okay. Right? 200 feet in, 200 feet out. And the scale of the ocean. So compare that to you. Okay. Right? Now say that the moon has the same magnitude of effect on your body that it does the ocean i'm not saying it has the exact same magnitude i know i know, effect, I, know I know you're not saying but i'm, I'm saying, saying it is possible why couldn't it be possible that it does have some kind of effect on sure, our bodies no I, i'm not which, disagreeing that maybe it does. as a result you know it does something goofy to our bodies and then that changes our mood sure I'm, I'm not disagreeing i'm just okay. saying the magnitude yeah of effect if we translate that one for one, which obviously the body is very different from the ocean. If we translate that different, you know, one for one and the effect that it has, it would be like drinking a cup of, it would be less than drinking a cup of coffee in the change in your mood. Mm. I don't know. I feel like you're just kind of pulling that out. I'm not, I mean, I mean, this is all speculation in general. Okay. You know, speculation is for speculation. But I'd, so I'm just saying, if we use... And also, side note. Okay. A lot in witchcraft is manifestation, and the CIA I saw a hilarious, has documents they, proving that. Did you read that article? No, the document was 100 pages. Exactly. So I... Did you read it? I read it. No, you didn't. I did. Do you know what it said? What did it say? It said that manifestation is real in the sense... That when you believe in something, you are more inclined to affect change to make it happen. Okay. So, sure, manifestation is real in the same way that motivational speakers are real. Okay. It's a motivation thing. It's a. So, tell me this. What about okay. astral projection? They astral also, projection? They also proved that was real. There Did are papers they? on that, too. Did you read them? No. They're well, then how do you know they proved it? You just read, you read the article that said they proved it okay. and just went with that. I yeah. want you to read it. That's your homework. 
My homework is Your to homework read the actual the production time. papers. Oh, okay. Skim them. At the very least, skim them and see what it says. Because you know what? you're definitely smart enough to read through those and get exactly what they said. I know. You're right. And then I've I'll already read, you. I've I already read, read it. I've already read five books this month. You have. So I can do you're it. You're killing it. I can do it, I think. All right. Okay. Anyways, back to Annalise. Yes, back to Annalise. Sorry about That's okay. That. I feel like that's what this podcast is actually about. Is us discussing arguing? these. Yes, oh. it's uh, us arguing about these facts <laughs> and... and giving people what they want to hear yes exactly me yeah you <laughs> you you with your sexy voice mm. <laughs> hey <laughs> okay so june of 1970 she has her like third seizure she's prescribed anti-convulsion drugs they do not work she continues mm-hmm. having seizures um, she claims to be seeing devil faces and having visions of the Virgin Mary. Mm-hmm. In 1973, she's prescribed medicine um, that's used for schizophrenia, and she even stayed in a psychiatric, psychiatric hospital, um, but it was not working. Okay. I also looked into this because I thought you would maybe bring up that if she was taking schizophrenia medicine, that maybe that was causing her to see things. It will not do that. No, schizophrenia causes you to see things. Schizophrenia yeah, well, medicine would actually. I also I didn't know if the medicine though, like if you took if you like took that. it and didn't have schizophrenia, perhaps if yeah. it would. Like, well, it's like if you don't have ADHD you. and you take Adderall, it it's like taking meth, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Where if you have ADHD, it levels you up, makes you even. I know that because I have ADHD. Oh, I also feel like I have a mild ADD or ADHD, but I used to snort Adderall and it did it for me so <laughs> that's not an admission to anything if there are any police listening no it was so long ago can they still get me on that who knows I don't care okay good it's not me good you'll have to do this podcast all alone <laughs> and I'll I don't just, know if you're ready for that I'll just swap seats <laughs> <laughs> ghosts are real no they're not you did that wrong you it would be ghosts are real <laughs> no they're not <laughs> Look, this is, all, this is all on the fly, goddammit. I'm doing my best. <laughs> Do better. I'm trying. Okay. I have, um, oh, actually, hold on. I'll read that in a second. So, let's see. She went, so her church set up a pilgrimage to Italy. Mm-hmm. She was unable to walk by the crucifixes, and she refused to drink holy water out of the holy, like the spring that was there. Okay. Um, now I'm going to read you this quote from the priest, her priest that was there. Buckle in, it's a long one. Buckled. Annalise told me, and Frau Hein, that's another priest, and Frau Hein confirmed this, that she was unable to enter the shrine. She approached it with the greatest hesitation, then said that the soil burned like fire, and she simply could not stand it. She then walked around the shrine in a wide arc and tried to approach it from the back. She looked at the people who were kneeling in the area surrounding the little garden, and it seemed to her that while praying, they were gnashing their teeth. She got as far as the edge of the little garden, then she had to turn back. Coming from the front again, she had to avert her glance from the picture of Christ. She made it several times to the garden, but could not get past it. She also noted that she could no longer look at medals or pictures of saints. They sparked, they sparkled so immensely that she could not stand it. Hmm. And that was from Father Ernst. Ernest? Ernest. Ernst. Father Ernest. Well, there's no, it's just E-R-N-S-T. Ernst. Yeah, Ernst. Ernst? Yes, Ernst. I like Ernest better. Okay. Ernest so. goes to church. <laughs> I 
I've never seen any of those movies. You're not missing anything. Okay, good. Um, so she started showcasing signs of aggression, drinking her own urine, and eating insects and coal. I did read that. That's a little excessive. Bro, that is a lot. And I'll do a, a lot. I'll do some weird ass shit for like a wow factor because Tyler's so easy to like freak out. That's a little bit too. To much. be fair, you freaked me out a couple times too. Some of the things you said. I've been super grossed out. What? Oh yeah. Grossed out? Oh yeah. By what? Don't we'll, we'll not gonna talk about that on here. Mm. Just know that Kayla sometimes is super gross. That's fine. I mean, if you live with a woman, you know that all women are gross. So That's true. That doesn't matter. Women are so much grosser than men. I don't men know. Are, men are directly gross. Women are like... We hide it. Persistently gross. Make little... Like, laugh. I'll fart, you know? I'll yeah. scratch my balls. But like... That, wom- you know women what, Women leave residue. Where? In the bathrooms. And in the... Residue beds. where? What? Like, just grime. No. I was thinking... Have you ever been, to a, have you ever been in a women's restroom? Have you? Yes. Why? I'm a fireman. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> I was thinking of um, like our hair art. Your that hair we, art? That we yes. do in the shower? There's more res. That's another thing. Hair art. It's cute. I'm drawing your pictures. It's disgusting. Do you, <laughs> know, do you know how gross it is to clean, to, to know for a fact it's not my hair? That drain is just clogged. Yeah, you know what? My <clears throat> actually, my shower drain is starting to back up. And that's like my job. Tyler's like, it's mostly your hair, so like, I don't know. That's debatable. He's a hairy individual. He, you know what? Yeah, he maybe is. it's his. It's probably like a little bit of it's a mix, but anyway. So, um, so she was actually starting to have a very bad rotting odor to her. Okay. Um, and there was no sign of any like poop or anything. Um, like she wasn't shitting herself, and like she smelled like shit. Like it was her. Um, she'd be riding a bus, and like people would be like, "Oh, like why do you smell, smell poor, yeah. like that?" Um, Which is a very commonly associated thing with um, hell. Yes. Yeah. They say if you smell like rotting meat or like sulfur. um, Or sewage. That is. That was an Amityville thing. Was it? Yeah. One of the Amityville things at the the room underneath the stairs or underneath the basement. They said it smelled very poor like sewage and rotting meat. Yeah. So that is a big thing of uh, like a demon presence. It is. So... Her family was convinced that she was possessed mm-hmm. and asked for an exorcism. But you need your local bishop's permission. Correct. She did not meet the requirements. Correct. Now, I... It took them a while. It took them a while. So, and I looked. Okay. So, they... The rite of exorcism became a thing in 1614. Yes. And Do it you was know what it is outlined in? Latin. Uh, what was the book name? I sent it to you yesterday. You, I think I might have saved it. You did? I did. And um, I for, I, it's oh, there. you know what? You did. But um, it was like, uh, it was something in Latin. Yeah, the right. Oh, this, you sent it in Snapchat. Yeah. I know. Okay. Um, they didn't update that until 1999. So they had the same rules and like things. Like, what word am I thinking of? Um like I don't want to say workflow but like the same like workflow to like perform an exorcism like instructions that sort of thing a workflow, workflow. Jesus. look Jesus <laughs> how do you know you've been in corporate America too long <laughs> god damn it the workflow oh god 
Anyway, instructions. So they've had these same instructions for exorcism. <laughs> send, me, send me the right of exorcism over Teams, please. <laughs> we actually might. We use Google Meet now. Uh, <laughs> so it was the same from 1614 to 1999. And I looked. I scoured the internet for the requirements of what made somebody eligible for an exorcism before 1999 and i could not find it unless i bought a book and i wasn't buying a book okay so um because i did all this research yesterday and didn't have time to buy a book exorcism requirements i'm sure you've typed this in i yep i sure did so i couldn't find exactly what the requirements were before 1999 but she did not meet them the first um signs of possession though are supernatural powers and a dislike of religious objects so the bishop said no um she was prescribed a seizure medication and mood stabilizer this did not work at all uh she became more aggressive would throw things she would do did you okay so when you were researching this did you see that she broke her own knees i did from praying too often no no no. well i saw that and i also saw it was because she was doing 400 to 600 like squats a day i saw that like she literally was just squatting down and up and down Mm -hmm. and up and broke the ligaments in her knees ruptured. Mm-hmm. I did see that. I wanted to die when I and read she that. She was still kneeling after she did that to yeah. pray. Yes. Now, it's crazy to me that someone is praying while they're possessed. So here's my question. Here, here, okay. Here's my whole hiccup on this whole thing, right? Okay. All right. So if you believe in exorcism, you believe in demons, right? Yeah. If you believe in demons conversely you have to believe in a god there are a lot of um deities in witchcraft there's so many you can choose from sure are there evil demons in witchcraft yes are there yes satan she claimed to be possessed by satan okay okay satan is a biblical entity of you know the devil he is the the Correct. Antithesis, antithesis to God. Now he is not obviously as powerful as God in the Bible or anything like that, but he is Christian. Okay. If she's claiming to be possessed by the devil, so she was. She's still, saying. She's saying. But she was aware that, that holy she was places, possessed. and she's saying that these holy places mm-hmm. were causing her pain. Yes. So that, that seems to indicate directly that. If you believe that this is correct, that this is real for her, that means there's something to that. What do you mean? There has to be, if she, if you believe that she was actually possessed in the way that she's claimed, in the way that it's claimed she was possessed, mm-hmm. then the effects that she felt from those religious artifacts, those religious places, have to have some significance. Okay. So wouldn't that mean that that's real as well? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. I think so demons and Satan and all of those ideas had to come from somewhere. Sure. So and I think. Do you know where they came from? I think probably some kind of pagan type of. Originally, um, Satan came from the Jewish interpretation of the 
uh, yeah, but Torah. Where, but where did that come from? That's a very good question as well. So that was brought about by different, you know, different pagan religions came together. Um, Satan is a translation of Samael. Samael is an angel in the Torah who is essentially God's wet work guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not evil in the Torah necessarily. He's not like um, a, an adversary to God. He's more like God's guy who does all the necessary evils that need to be done, like killing all the firstborn in Egypt, um, the plagues, everything like that. So that's Samuel. Okay. And that's where Satan is derived from. Okay. Now, Samuel, I'm not sure where he was derived from because the Torah is obviously not the oldest religious text that we have. Right. Before that, we have Babylonians. Um, you know, we have Cuneiform, we have NK, who was the chief deity before that um, in ancient Sumeria. Egypt. It's Sumeria. Oh, we have ancient Egypt as well. Ancient yeah. Egypt, yeah. Um, so there's, there's not really... So I think, I mean, it all comes, I think it's all the same. I mean, a lot of, most religions, they pretty much outline each other. Mm-hmm. They, so they, are, they do show a lot of striking I just, similarities. I just think that there's, they just, they're different names, mm-hmm. you know, they all go by different names. Um, and I'm sure it appears to you in the name that you recognize. So okay. this demon possessing her knows that she is a devout Catholic. Okay. And is like, okay, well, I am Lucifer. Okay. Like that's the name that her and the people exercising her recognize and they use that name. Okay. But anyway, we're not there yet. All right. Sorry. She also sat under a table and barked like a dog for two days. And who hasn't done that? I don't think I have. Well, you clearly. (laughs) I'm I'm missing out. (laughs) Yeah. You haven't lived. Oh man. Slept uh, one to two hours a night and that when she wasn't sleeping was running around the house, which is so fucking annoying. Right? Like, chill I, out. Okay, we get it. You're possessed by a demon. Calm down. I'd be like, I need to move. Right? Deal with this. So, so extra. She felt that she was possessed. She was begging for an exorcism um, after already being denied twice. Okay. So finally, on September 24th, 1975, the first out of 67 exorcisms. 60. Seven exorcisms. Yep. Why did they take so long? They were terrible at these exorcisms. They were not good. Yeah. So imagine if you did anything in your job sixty-seven times and it didn't work, you'd be fired. I would just assume. (laughs) Not in my job. I'm surprised God. Surprised God didn't come down. Was like, you guys, you're done. (laughs) You're done. You you suck. You're done. You, you're my representative. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Um. So it was Father Wren's who was brought in by Father Ernst. Okay. The bishop was Joseph Stangl. Stangl. Mm. He's the one that gave permission. Um, so they found out there were six demons or spirits possessing her body. So, yeah. So it said six demons. Lucifer. Cain. 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 Okay. Judas. Okay. Nero. 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 Okay. Fleischmann, who was a disgraced priest. Yes. Inhaler. Inhaler. <laughs> Which is what made me realize this was after World War Two. Yeah. Because, you know. It's also interesting. You think Hitler would be a demon. And I think it was Nero that said, nobody likes Hitler in hell. He's arrogant and stubborn and nobody likes him. Yes, that was a, that was a fair point. I think <laughs> nobody that was, likes Hitler. That was a fun little fact. Not Hitler's even the demons. 
Hitler's a loser. Hitler's a loser. You can't sit with us. He sits on he sits <laughs> on the bus alone. Uh, you can't sit with us. Um, so he doesn't even go here. They all. So when she was speaking, um, who whatever one was the strongest at the time were would speak her native language of German, except mm-hmm. Nero. He spoke Latin. Okay. Um, they were fighting. Did she speak Latin when Lat when? Yes. Did she, she know Latin? She was answering in Latin. Did she know Latin? She I wasn't assume. fluent. Okay. She wasn't fluent, but she was familiar with Latin. She was familiar with Latin. Yes, well, because most... you got to think back then, like they did church in like tongues and shit. Well, yeah, they did. They did Orthodox religion or Orthodox um, Catholics did mass. Now, Father Renz asked her a question in Chinese. Okay. And she responded in German saying, if you're going to ask me a question, ask it in German. So she could have just been like, I don't understand this. Ask me in German. But how do you know? How did she know he was asking a question in Chinese? In, in Chinese? Yeah, he's asking a question in Chinese. And she responded in German saying, if you're going to ask me a question, ask it in German. Well, perhaps he was asking her other questions first. And it was kind of just a pattern that she picked up on. You think? Could be. Yeah. Or the demon understood Chinese and didn't want to talk in Chinese. Um, but they were fighting for a complete power of her body. Okay. Um, he had five bottles. He filled some of them with tap water and others with holy water. And she responded very negatively to the ones with holy water. Mm-hmm. And they were unmarked. So there was no... He like left the room. There was no way of knowing Okay. which ones would have been the holy water, which ones wouldn't have been. It's interesting. Um, so she was given exorcisms um, one to two times a week for four hours long mm-hmm. for 10 months. She stopped eating. She had bruises all over her body. Her hair started falling out. Her teeth were fractured and she had black eyes. And I saw pictures and it looks like she got straight up knocked the fuck out. Yeah, she had big old black eyes. Yeah. They, 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 she was emaciated she looked horrible yes now um they said she stopped eating mm-hmm. um she could have had so you, you can get black eyes and stuff like that from that bad uh oh yeah if you stop eating now the weird thing there is not eating is almost impossible to do starving yourself without having like to the point of death right so like um anorexia is a thing where you know you you don't eat for long periods of time but to starve yourself to the point of almost dying um aside from a mental illness that's nearly impossible to do because your body when you get to a certain point where you will do anything you know to eat you will eat anything yeah well, so it's interesting was, that she was able to. Or she was possessed, and the demons weren't letting her eat anything. Maybe. 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 <laughs> so, she, they did their last exorcism, and she was fine. She seemed okay. Um, there were no. Didn't she was acting like normal? Um, and then she died. Normal for her or normal for everyone else? Normal, like, for her. Like, before she was became mm-hmm. possessed. And then she died the next day. 
Okay. So that was July 1st, 1976. Her cause of death was malnourishment. She weighed 66 pounds when she died. And she was a 20 year old woman. And she was 23. Okay. She was 23 years old and weighed 66 pounds. Um, she had broken knees because she'd continued to squat and pray on them and they mm-hmm. never healed. So autopsy shows that her brain had no signs of epileptic damage. That's interesting. I thought that Where's was that from? Very interesting. That was on one of my websites down here. Historydefined.net. Okay. And it did have a little parentheses of like what book that got they got that from, but I didn't put that in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was also, which I also looked up that um, when you have epilepsy, there are signs of it like in your brain. Like if you get like yeah. a scan, you can see. So yes. it was just certain certain regions of your brain. It was very interesting that there were difference. there was now, no signs. It doesn't sound like she was persistently epileptic. Okay. Um, while she is, you know, these exorcisms are going on and while everything's going on, it doesn't seem, it seems like they, they don't say she has seizures anymore. Right. It seems like she's suffering from a psychosis. Okay. Um, I have, you know, I've had family members who've experienced that where they thought they were talking to God, where you had, yes. Interesting. Where they were talking about sending everyone home to God kind of thing. They were convinced in their mind it was true. It's a, you know, it's a real thing, right? Where people can kind of just snap and they come, you know, eventually they can come back and everything's fine. So you think she was in a 10 month long psychosis? I've, I mean, you know, I, I've, I've seen that. You know, I've seen a year, year plus, not quite so severe, obviously, but, you know, I've got, there's, my family's had experience with it. But she's been on medicines for psycho, like that kind of thing. This is 1950. They still lobotomized people. That's true. I wouldn't expect medicine back then to be particularly scientifically based. Hey, this, uh. This cocaine seems to be working. Yeah, but if that were the case, then we would have more of these. I don't think it's a very common condition. I think this is a very rare um, thing to have happen to people. But, I mean, we've all done drugs, right? You've done shrooms. I've done shrooms. You saw what happened when you did shrooms. That trip was wild, right? It was awful. Imagine if your brain just did that on its own. That would not be all. Those are all chemicals that your brain can produce on its own. You know? So, her parents and the priests were charged with negligent homicide. Yeah. They pled not guilty. They, the priest got six months in jail and then three months of parole after, uh, or probation, not parole, mm-hmm. probation. The parents um, were let go because they had been through enough. Yep, under German law. Um, if they've suffered enough, they can. Audio recordings of the exorcisms were used in court also. Really? Yeah. Do you have audio recordings of it? I do. I have have videos. Do you want to watch those videos real quick? Yeah. I want to hear your opinions. We're going to watch those videos real quick, and then we'll tell you what we think. Okay. (laughs) 
All right, we're back. And I got to be honest with you, I'm not convinced. Of course. I wasn't as scared as I thought, but I did think there were going to be actual videos and not just audio. Yeah. I would have died if I had to see audio of... Then, you know what? Uh, people didn't have as small of cell phones back then to just record everything. Yeah, but okay, so it was 1975 and camcorders were like a thing. Do you know how big camcorders were in 1975? I sure don't. They were the size of movie cameras. It'd be like carrying around a small okay, dog on your shoulder. They might have they might have wanted to document. That's fair. I think but they did. They recorded thing. it. Well, yeah, so they they got the audio. Um we'll post the link in our description. Yes, we actually have a few links in our description today. Yeah. Um we've got like exorcism rights, we've got the audio to Annalise uh yeah, and we'll actually post them because I know we talk about posting things and then we don't, but they're going to be in the description this time. Yeah. So, um, it was a little... It was creepy. It was definitely right? creepy. I'll give it creepy, but you know what? I mean, it just didn't make a lot of sense. It seemed more like a ranting crazy lady than it seemed to be like a possess- like a demon. So in all fairness, we didn't watch the whole thing. We didn't listen to the whole thing. So maybe she started making sense in the middle you guys can let us know. I did laugh. Yeah, if you want to spend, yeah. I did laugh when she said that she was Hitler. Yeah, it was it was weird. She was like, "Who are you?" And she's like, "Judas Nero, Nero. Hitler." And I was like, "Oh, there he is, loser." What are all the names that I can make up? She didn't make them up. Those are real names. So, <laughs> I um, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I know you don't believe, but that's okay. Um, this is kind of like a baby exorcism possession case to kind of ease us into them. A baby exorcism case? So this one... I feel like this one is a serious... Like, this is the the exorcism case when people talk about exorcisms these days. It's because it was in a movie, but I... There are other cases that are, like, actually terrifying to me. Are they? Yeah, but okay. I, had, I had to ease myself in. That's fair. Okay, I'll take that. Um, you know, I'm excited to get into those one day, though. You know I'm scared, so. I know. You don't have your crystals today. I know. That's progress. We're making progress. I forgot. Pretty them. soon you're going to bring, like, a calculus textbook. You're be like, them. science. That's math. Well. They go hand in hand, but they're not the same. Okay, okay. That's fair. But, like. And ask really, me how many calculus classes I've ever taken. At least one. None. Never. I never had to take. I, t- I was in dummy math. Were you? Yeah. Oh, me too. English degree. I'm terrible at that math. part of yeah math. That actually math. we were we were both like English people. That part of my brain just not. It's nothing. Mine, it's, I have nothing. It's I, like I'm, that SpongeBob episode. Yes, I'm gonna reference SpongeBob in every episode we do, um, where he is becoming a fine like fine dining waiter. Oh, and forget guy, everything you know and the, except... And, and the guy's like, what's your name? And all the little Spongebob's are in his brain. He's like, what's his name? And they're like looking for everything. They start setting the place on fire. They're like, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great episode if no one's ever seen it. In case anyone's curious where this reference is going, calculus and math is her name. Yeah, that's not my thing. Okay, so I'll wrap up by giving us some pop culture references. There are not many. Well, I mean, so you you weren't convinced this whole time. You think you think it's still a real possession? Um, I am open to the idea that it might not be, and it might be. I okay. I can't really say I know for sure how I feel, to be honest. Okay. Um, because I'm open minded. You know, I'm not gonna. There's obviously fakes out there. There's obviously 
you know, ones that are more believable than others. And this one does yeah. seem that she could could have just been mentally ill. Um, I think the... But I'm not going to say that it wasn't possession because it very well could have been. I think the damning thing here um, is that she wasn't committed to um, long-term hospital care today. This is the 1950s. This was before comprehensive medical care um, no, like but, we know it today but back then they were locking women up all exactly. the time so the exactly. fact that she was in a psychiatric hospital and then got out is it's a miracle they didn't prescribe her a vibrator it's a, it's astounding to me which makes me think that it could very well be real because the doctors are like oh hell no we don't know what the fuck to do with her yeah but they didn't know what to do with women period yeah, well, they locked him up in mental hospitals, but they yeah. didn't do that with her. Yeah, well, was she on? A, was, she, was her family well off? Were they were they wealthier? No, they no, were, they were like, they were more poor. Maybe they couldn't afford a mental hospital. Oh, maybe. Maybe they're just like, yeah, this is the best we can do. They were like, I think, like middle class. Yeah, in Germany back in the fifties, that was. I mean, they were going through some shit, rebuilt, rebuilding. Yeah, I think they. I think something major happened back then. Once, one or two little things. <laughs> But we'll end on, so obviously what we've been referencing, the exorcism of Emily Rose. Yes. Um, that brought this case to light. Um, it takes place, um, it's the point of view of a lawyer who's working on her case, but you get like flashbacks from Yeah, most of it's done Emily in the courtroom. Um, I was telling you about this though, that part where she is, like she's like walking in like a cemetery or something and there's barbed wire and she like grabs it and twists her hands and it, her hands start oh god oh that sounds awful oh it, it really speaks to me um this <laughs> not in a good way yeah um this case has been brought up in a lot of podcasts so my favorite murder did one the last podcast on the left and that's why we drink all have done podcasts on this and the band Ice Nine Kills features clips of the exorcism recordings on their track, Communion of the Cursed. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. That's interesting. I saw them in concert. Did you? Yeah, I didn't really know who they were, but they did the tour, because well, I went and saw Metallica. Oh, that's fair. Um, their tour was like based off, like all their songs are based off of horror movies. That was kind of cool. That is kind of cool. Yeah. So. That's neat. Um, but that's, uh, that's what I got for you. That's the long and short of it? Yeah. All right. So in the end, you're not convinced. I'm not convinced. I'm I'm like in the middle. You're in the middle. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty certain that this was just a very mentally ill one. Yeah. Um, tell us what you guys think in our comments. Or send us an email. Yeah. Or send us an email. Um, I'd like to say I would love for you guys to follow us on Instagram at sage dot after dot listening underscore podcast, and our email is sage after listening at gmail dot com, and I'm working on getting us onto Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Ugh. I know. It's terrible. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. And don't forget... To sage after listening. <laughs> <laughs>